0: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com. and on the top right there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. $80,000. 80 grand. Wow, that's a lot of money. It's just stupid to me. People are paying $80,000 for some rare sneakers, Nike sneakers. I actually saw a super rare pair go for almost $500,000? We're talking about sneakers, folks. But here's the craziest part of this whole shopping bonanza. You can't touch them. You can't wear them outside. You can't wear them to a club. These are not even real sneakers. Well, I guess you could say they're real, but you can only wear them on your avatar in the virtual world. Yes, the metaverse, where supposedly people are just scooping these things up like crazy. I mean, talk about lost souls. Oof. Bad. All right, let's get started with five things that you need to know about tech. It's happening right now to keep you up to date, starting with Elon Musk. Have you heard? Yes, Elon Musk bought Twitter for, oh, a mere $44 billion. Wow, what kind of money is that? Uh, Musk, as you know, is the CEO of Tesla, SpaceX, the boring co- Boring company, and a lot more. And He just happens to be the richest man on Earth. But why are so many current Twitter employees frightened of their new boss? Boy, it is just all over online. Well, let's just look at his comments that he made about the New York Post and Twitter. Elon Musk tweeted, tweeted that when Twitter suspended the New York Post, which is, of course, a major news organization, and the reason why they suspended the New York Post, because they published a completely honest, truthful story about Hunter Biden accepting money to introduce foreign business leaders to his father, who, as you know, the future president. Twitter obviously acted incredibly inappropriate by shutting the account down. But wait, there's more. According to the Media Research Center and Fox News, an incredible 99.4% of current Twitter employees contributed to Democrats and the Democratic Party during the 2020 election cycle. Think about that. Almost 100% of Twitter employees. Okay, it's nice to see that they're all politically involved, but it's hard to believe that Twitter could possibly be unbiased when this compounded with the fact that they suspended mostly conservative accounts. And by the way, in case you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at twitter.com slash kimcommando. All right. Number two, let's talk about the robots and your career and your job. Now, if you're working in a profession requiring, they say, critical thinking skills, physicians, judges, lawyers, CPA, business execs, software designers, IT pros, you are going to be pretty much safe from the robot revolution during your lifetime. But if you have a dangerous job, say you're a meat cutter or you're in a labor intensive job like a housekeeper, a landscaper, textile garment workers, uh, food prep workers, wow, especially fast food workers, dining room attendants, uh, machinists, packing boxes. These are the folks and companies who are right now designing the hardware, the machines, and the software to run them to take your job over the next decade. But you also have to consider how well a robot learned to do a job. I, I read an example where if we're going to be looking at, say, a robot to trim the hedges, well, a human has to, to actually teach the robot on how to trim the hedges. So we're going to need humans for at least the next 10, 20 years and many types of jobs. But speaking of robots, why don't robots like apples? Mm, you ready? Because they're androids. Oh, I know. That was a bad one. Uh, Number three, buying a car, sight unseen. I mean, you've probably seen Carvana. I love these things, tall glass car dispensaries that really look and work like a huge vending machine. Whoever came up with that idea? But it seems to be working. You buy the car online. Then you go pick it up or someone will deliver the car for you. Now, I have to admit, I do like the showroom experience But I did order a Tesla totally online the other day. It was so super weird for me to do that. I mean, to put a deposit down on a credit card. But I only bought the Tesla after driving my friend's Tesla at least three or four times. And speaking of, both BMW and Tesla are vowing to sell at least 25% of their cars online in just three years. Now, this is bad news for dealerships. Think about how much money these dealerships have wrapped up in facilities and in land. But it's good news for millennials because they're usually the ones right now, their generation, most likely to buy anything sight unseen. And if they're kids, it's going to be super common, nothing out of the ordinary. Some are even predicting that it will all extend into the virtual metaverse where you can test drive your new car there, maybe in your $80,000 Nikes. Uh, But, of course, in the metaverse, nothing is real. And so your test drive probably is not going to be all that real either when you think about it. And speaking of unreal – forget the virtual Nikes. Beverly Hills Real Estate is moving into the metaverse. Gosh, this was super interesting to me too. In the flats of Beverly Hills, that's the real ritzy tony area. A Spanish-style 1928 home is coming on the market for, say, $9.5 million. It's about 5,000 square feet. Now, when you go to buy this house, you can also purchase its 3D version in Decentraland which is a whole another virtual world, for about $100,000. What? Yes. Yes, that's what they're doing. You know, a lot of investors are concerned that America's real estate bubble is about to burst. And so they're actually selling their real property, and they're putting it into digital property. And they're saying it's a digital land grab. Real estate is exploding in these virtual worlds. There you can buy and sell buildings, houses, land, or even your own island. Now, three of the biggest are, the first one I mentioned, Decentraland, Some Neum Space is number two, and then the Sandbox is the third one. Now, what's interesting to me is that they've established what they say is a fixed quantity of digital real estate, saying that they're never going to expand it. So supply and demand, the, the numbers are all going up, as are the number of folks who are designing all this. these 3D architects. I, I don't know. As for me, I'm keeping all my money in the real world for right now. Uh, Finally, number five, what goes around comes around. This is really fascinating to me because it seems like whenever I do an interview, somebody's going to bring up, or if I'm at an event or just a cocktail party, you know, what is going on with digital music? A lot of people say it just doesn't sound good. It's missing that warmth of a vinyl record. Now, you might have known that vinyl records have been making a comeback over the past several years, and yes... Uh, They never truly went away in the first place. But you might not know this, but Amazon is trying to capitalize on this growing trend with a subscription service. (laughs) I mean, I remember having this when I was a kid with CDs. Uh, They're calling it the Vinyl of the Month Club, where Amazon's going to send you a new vinyl record every 30 days. Imagine saying that now in 2022. Now, you don't know what you're getting until it shows up. The staff at Amazon Music will pick the albums to send you. But they say it's going to come from the golden era vinyl. What is that? The 1960s and 70s. So you might get Pink Floyd or Abba or Miles Davis. You just have to wait and see. If you don't like the selection, you can just send it on back. The Amazon Vinyl of the Month Club costs $25 a month, which isn't far off from what a record sells for anyway. But it's truly funny when you look back. When CDs were taken over, everybody said, oh, vinyl's gone forever. Well, I guess you can say that the tables have turned. Hey, stay right here with Kim Commando today, and we'll be right back with your phone calls and some great tips. Hey, it's Kim Commando today and our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. Coming up in just a few moments, some games that you can play right in your browser and how about we start this hour with Diane. Hello there, Diane. Uh,
1: so uh, our mother is has dementia and is in a memory care facility okay. and right now we have a particular uh, app that's a photo frame and she doesn't have to touch it or do anything it's controlled by an app where we can all send photos externally we can determine how many photos per minute does it turn on at eight go off at five etc and she absolutely loves it
0: that's a great Um, that was a great addition to put in her room by the way it's fabulous
1: yeah she she every every day it's like this is a lifesaver i love it (laughs) um but she's also constantly saying, oh, I wish I had my 30s and 40s music and my jazz, and the music really calms her. And we tried getting a radio, but she doesn't remember she has the radio, even okay. if it's sitting there. And even if it, she does remember, she has no idea what button to push. So we started looking and just haven't been able to find anything that would be similar to that picture app, except something even if it was a device like i'm just saying like an ipod or anything in a room hooked up to speakers but that we could control externally with an app where we could either upload playlists or subscriptions to songs we could say here's the volume level it's going to go on at nine it's going to go off at five um you know so far everything we've looked at you know the suggestions have been well get her an
0: iphone and then she can you know she can play a playlist yeah no she
1: can't have any interaction
0: with it no we're not going to do that Okay, what you're going to buy is an Amazon Echo Show, okay? Show? Yeah, an Amazon Echo Show, and it's okay. they have, like, 5-inch, 8-inch. She doesn't need the 10-inch, but I would get a decent size, an 8-inch, okay? Okay.
1: Um,
0: and what this is, you're going to love this. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have on the, next to my mother in her living room on the table there, she has a digital photo frame. That everybody sends photos to, and then she has an Amazon Echo Show. With okay. the Amazon Echo Show, there's a couple of things that you can do. Um, first of all, you can control it by using the Amazon Alexa app on your phone. Okay, mm-hmm. and so uh, so you can you can say play jazz music, play music from there. You could make a playlist and say play it. Mm-hmm. Um, then they have something called Blueprints, and it's, if you go to blueprints.amazon.com is that that's where you can say when i play this playlist i wanted to play between nine and four or five and i want it at this volume level okay so you'll have full control of this display like you could set up a calendar event that every day this music will play for your mom okay this is let me tell you what else i love about this okay is Let's say I, what I want you to do. I want you to get an Amazon Echo Show too. So you're going to buy two, because what you can say is, "This is, I love this." You can say, "Alexa, drop in on mom." Okay, your mother doesn't have to do anything. She gets she gets a, she hears a, a beep, and all of a sudden you're there like on a video call, saying, "Hi mom, how are you?" Hello. Okay, and then she can look at you because she has a camera too, and say, "Oh." I'm doing really great, Diane. Thanks thanks for asking. Okay. And there's also one other thing she can do with this is she can just say, she doesn't have to do anything. She can say, Alexa, call for help. And then Alexa will call your cell phone. So you've got a couple of things that you can do with this. So if, sure. it, were, so if it were up to me, I would – to get her this Amazon Echo Show and you can play music and you can control it just as if you were there in person. Uh, if she ever wants to, you know, she, you can also, when when the display is not on drop-in or even when it's playing music, there are other things you can do. You can have the display show if there was something like works of art that she liked, uh, landscapes, uh, city pictures. I mean, so, you can make this more personalized for her, but also it gives you the ability to see your mother because she's in a care facility and you can see her anytime right. you want just by dropping in and she doesn't have to do anything. Does it just take Wi-Fi because she has Wi-Fi? There. Yes, it just takes Wi-Fi. That's all. It's not a big deal. No. But in order for you to drop in and see her, obviously you need to have, I mean, you could do it in the app. I, yeah, you can do it in the app if you want to. But it's a lot better if you just have one of these Echo Shows on your kitchen counter, and then you can – that's where I have mine. And then you can just – you know, you can actually see exactly what's going on from there. Um, What I'll do for you and for everybody else, I'll post links, of course, over in the Q&A forum to the Echo Shows. And also that blueprints.amazon.com, it's actually very, very clever. So if you ever wanted to like – I mean I did this with Ian – is that, you know, if Ian or anybody in the house says, you know, Alexa, like, who's the best mother in the world? Well, then you can type out. I typed out like, oh, the best mother in the world is is Kim Commando. And then went all through. So, and Ian's like, what? And then I also made a skill and said, you know, Alexa, tell me, what is Ian really good at? And then Alexa says, I've looked at Ian for all these years and I've seen him grow and develop. But what he excels most at is taking out the trash. So you can create these little fun things. Again, that's over at blueprints.amazon.com. Hey, listen, if you need a quick break at work, or you can forget downloading a gaming app for your phone and being inundated with ads and, oh my gosh, all those annoying in-app purchases, here are four games that you can play in an instant right in your browser. Now, you get to all the games I'm about to mention the same way. Just go to google.com, type in the name of the game that you're looking for, and then be sure to put the word play right after it. So let's start with solitaire. Okay, you know what they always say for your first move, you want to draw a card from the deck to give yourself more options. Okay, so you're going to type in solitaire play over at Google. Next up, Pac-Man. It looks and sounds just like the original game. Just use your left, right, up and down arrows to move that little guy around. Uh, number three, maybe you're more of a Minesweeper person. Well, great news. You can play that too. And also number four. Okay, tic-tac-toe. They say to win tic-tac-toe, you need to put your first X in a corner. So again, these are four games you can play right at Google. You don't have to get an app or download a game or do anything. So you just type in the name of the game and then the word play. Stay right where you are. We have more tips coming up and more of your fantastic phone calls you never, ever want to miss. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's somebody in your house. It's that guy or gal who has trouble understanding the dialogue that's happening on your TV show, whatever you're watching, your movies. Well, if you're looking for a better sound coming from your television, you might want to try this. An Amazon Echo might be the trick. You see... Echo smart speakers can do more than just tell you the weather, your joke, or show you that your latest Amazon order had arrived. If you're struggling to hear the dialogue while watching movies or shows, go ahead, give your Echo smart speaker a try. It might be a great replacement for the sound coming out of your television. Now, of course, there's always a few caveats. One, your smart TV must be Bluetooth-capable or you have to use a Bluetooth dongle. And your TV and the Echo smart speaker must be located in the same room. So here's how you do. You just simply connect your Echo to your TV in your TV settings menu. now, depending on your internet speed, there might be a slight delay from the sound hitting the Echo speaker, but it's definitely worth a shot before you go out and buy a soundboard or maybe start using some speakers, which by the way, if you are having trouble hearing the dialogue, a nice gaming headset is often the trick. Oh, I heard this one on my Amazon Echo this morning. You ready? What kind of music does a boulder like? You ready? Rock and roll. I oh, know that was pretty bad. Hey, coming up in just a few moments, I have the trick to finding any photo that you're looking for on your phone. Yeah, I know. I'm tired of seeing you scroll on and on and on like everybody else. And also, we're going to be talking about why it's a good idea to wrap your car keys in tin foil. And if you've cut the cable... How do you record shows Mm, with a DVR, silly? I'm going to be talking more about that. But I'll tell you, this hour is just totally jam-packed. Back to the phones we go with Pat. Hi there, Pat. Glad to have you with us. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm fantastic, sir. How can I help you out?
2: Well, we go to Florida in the winter, and we have uh, a regular internet modem, wireless cable connected at our house but I'd like to take something with me to Florida because where we stay down there, there is no Internet. So I'm wondering, is there a modem that works off of wireless or works off of a cell tower that we could activate for two or three, four months at a time and just take it with us or one that we could use at our house and then in turn just unplug it and just Mm -hmm. take it with us?
0: And so where do you go in Florida?
2: Uh, well, it's a little island called Don Pedro Island. I don't know if you've ever heard of it.
0: I've never heard of that. Wow, it sounds pretty.
2: It, well, it's north of Fort Myer, and just if you look at the Gulf of Mexico and go north of Fort Myer, you can't miss it.
0: <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> wow. island. All and right. You
2: drive your new boat down there because I heard you bought a new boat.
0: Yeah, I did. I'll bring my boat down there. I'm not a good boat captain yet, tell you that. You know, you know, it's harder to park a boat into slip than it looks. I'm just telling you right now. It's like, no, c- you
2: should have you should have bow thrusters on it. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, that's
0: okay. You know what? We don't have bow thrusters on this. And I said the next boat we're going to have bow thrusters because let me tell you, it's so funny, Pat. Is that when I put like bumper? You know, you know like when you um when the kids go bowling and they put those things up, oh, you know? Yeah. I, so I have that now in the slip, and so I've got to say, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got it. Well, I'm going to get in there. Star,
2: yeah, you know what? You know what they say what a boat is, it's a hole in the water that you keep throwing money into. Oh man,
0: ain't that the truth? Every time I turn around. It it's like, you know, the manifold. I'm like, oh, I don't even know what a manifold is. Now I've got but anyway, learning all kinds of things. Um you know, there's a website well, a couple of things. Number one, if you if you have decent cell phone coverage there, okay. Is is that you can get you can use a mobile hotspot. Uh and okay. And so that's an option. You know, you can get that from, you know, T-Mobile or AT&T, Verizon, or whoever it may be. Um, since, okay. you're, since you're probably retired, you're going to get a, a nice deal from T-Mobile because they have those 55 and up plans. Okay? okay. Um, the, the other thing that you might want to take a look at is if you – you might want to ask your friends around there what they're using. Because I think okay. in this part of the world, they have what's called fixed-point wireless And fixed point wireless is going to be cheaper than a hotspot. And with fixed point wireless, basically, there's going to be an antenna, and it's going to, as long as you have a line of sight, which in that part of the world, you don't have trouble having a line of sight, is that you'll be able to get a decent connection. Okay. And I think in that part of the world, look at Suncoast broadband.
2: Okay. I'm making notes here. Sorry. It's <laughs> that's,
0: that's all right. No worries. Now, one of the things that you want to keep in mind, too, when you leave your winter home because it's cold and snowy and you yes. go down to Florida because now you are officially, Pat, a snowbird, snowbird uh, yes. is that a lot of people don't realize that with their current uh, cable that you have there, uh, you know, that in the snowy land is that you can put that on vacation or seasonal hold. And so when you leave, okay. you, you call up the provider, you say, I want to put it on vacation or seasonal hold. You're going to pay anywhere like between five and seven bucks a month just to leave it on. Okay. So this way you still have the phone number and the email address, and you don't Sorry. have to pay any okay. reactivation fees. You don't have to give any equipment back or anything like that. So um, you look That's at T Mobile, and you can also, you know, satellite's going to be way too expensive. <laughs> And I don't think you're going to want that. You're not going to want to pay that. But I think if you look at, you know, look at T-Mobile's packages, also look at that uh, in that part of the world, Suncoast Broadband or any other fixed-point wireless. But I'll tell you, your neighbors, there always a good idea, too, to give them a call and say, hey, what are you using to get Internet? Because they've probably figured it all out. Pat, thank you so much for your call today, and uh, happy travels. All right, let's talk about finding photos on your phone. And it's brought to you by Angie. All right, how many photos do you have in your phone? Okay, raise your hand if it's over 10,000. I actually counted, oh my gosh, I have almost 27,000 photos on my phone. Okay, it's really great, isn't it? You get to take photos all you want. But what if you need to find that one photo? Well, here is the insider secret. Okay, whether you use Apple or Google's Photos app, you don't have to scroll through pages of photos looking for a specific pick. I mean, that is a complete and utter time waster. So in your photo app, if you look at it, when you open it, you're going to see a search bar. Now's the time for you to start using it to find specific photos and videos using certain keywords. Like, say, for example, you want pictures of your dog. So you just search using the word dog. Now, if you want pictures of your dog in 2021, you just add that year to your search. But you can also search by a specific date or by holidays, say Christmas or Thanksgiving, maybe even a place, Maui, Los Angeles, Paris, London. You can search by events, maybe a, a Duolipa Lipa concert, uh, maybe a Lakers game. Or you can search using different categories, such as mountains and sunsets, smiles, selfies, beaches, boats. You got it. So just, you know, start expanding your horizon. Start using it. And, of course, you can also search using a person's name. I know. You love me forever now because finding that photo, that frustration, is gone. Vomitos forever. Yes, you're going to love that. All right. Still to come this hour, we have more of your phone calls and if you've cut the cable, how do you record your shows without your cable-owned DVR? Well, you've come to the right place. So stay right where you are, here with Kim Commando today. And if you're not already getting the Kim Commando Show newsletters, oh, you're missing out. I consider our breaking news and our tips essential to living a great safe digital life so head over to commando.com subscribe that's commando.com subscribe and sign up right now again breaking news alerts and the uh, breaking news alerts and the tips you don't want to miss all right before we go back to your calls let's talk about cutting the cable so you've cut the cable but how do you record your shows without a cable owned dvr Well, let me tell you, there are several companies that make a DVR to record programming. And the big question is, how many hours of programming can you store on the DVR? Now, first of all, you will need an outdoor antenna to pick up the programs to record. So let's start with the simplest, and that's the Amazon Fire Recast. It can record up to two shows at once, and it stores up to 75 hours of HD programming. You can usually find it on sale at Amazon for around $150. Now, here's a big but. If you're a TV and a real sports fan and you want to record a lot, it's really hard to beat the TiVo edge because you can schedule and record up to four shows at once and then save up to 300 HD hours and you can watch on your tablet or phone with the free TiVo app and you can watch in 4K too. It, it is expensive. It's like $600. And you start thinking about this. I need to pay for a DVR, and then I have all these streaming services, and then I've got to pay for the internet. It really starts adding up. I mean, it doesn't sound like much, like $5 here, $10 here, and then another buck here, and then you've got Peacock. I mean, it's just, it's overwhelming. So at the end of the day, you really have to start thinking, did I really save all that money? Did I really save that much money by cutting the cable? And you may find that you haven't. You may find that you're actually spending more right now on your cable because of all these different services that you're subscribed to, as well as now you're going to need to buy a DVR. All right. Back to the phones we go. How about Jennifer? Hi there, Jennifer. Glad to have you with us. Good. Hi, Kim. It's good to be on your show. Thank you. Um.
2: My question for you is: um, I keep getting repetitive uh, spam texts and emails, and I block them over and over, and they just keep coming through. And I'm just wondering if there's a you know a trick to way to to really get rid of them from from them to keep coming through my phone yes, and, and email address.
0: Well, email address is a whole nother issue. So let's talk first about phone, okay? Because spam phone calls, I am so tired of somebody saying that I can get rid of my student loans. I'm like, okay, yeah, that was many years ago. (laughs) Uh, Let let me see. My car warranty has expired. Have you gotten those? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Or I have a timeshare that you might be interested in. I I mean, I'm just like. I'm just, oh, my. And it got to the, you know, it gets to the point, and I'm so, I have to tell you this, Jennifer, I got a call from. The president of a major corporation this past week on my cell phone and mm-hmm. I had given him an email and I looked at the number. I'm like, I'm not even going to answer this because I, I don't know who that is. But I'm like, oh, you know what? You never know. I probably should answer it. So I answer it and I'm like, right. yeah. I'm, and so I answer it I go, yeah. And he's like, Kim? I'm like, oh, oh, hi. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought maybe you are trying to sell me a car warranty. <laughs> anyway, it turned out he right. was the, <laughs> this is, like so embarrassed. Anyway, who's your provider? Um AT and T. Okay. Um do you have the app Call Protect? Um no, I've not gotten that. Okay. So what you want to do okay. is call Protect is free from AT and T okay. and it has a whole bunch of features. It only has valid number calling. And so if you see a V, you know that it's a valid phone number uh, that has automatic fraud blocking. It also has call blocking, call logs. And it also has what you're going to love is a suspected spam call warning. Okay. So okay. And so, okay. so go ahead and download that app and put it on your phone. And I think it's going to alleviate a lot of the headaches. Now, uh, as, far okay. as, spam, as far as spam emails, we all have it. Um, and it's very difficult to stop and up to and including where you just want to start doing basic practices like don't give out your email address where it's public if you don't have to. If you have Gmail, for example, you could say, you know, hot Jennifer plus whatever the name of the site is, if that's your Gmail address. Mm -hmm. There are different tricks that you can do so that this way you're not giving out your primary email address. So you want to have different email addresses so that this way if one gets compromised that – you're not sitting there being inundated with all this junk that may be coming. Um, so download the, the Call Protect feature. And I know it's always a pain in the neck to, can't, to change your email address, and nobody wants to do that. But I think you'll find that this app really does a decent job. By the way, if you're on Verizon, they have a similar app called Call Filter. T-Mobile and former Sprint customers, that's where you want to use Scam Shield. And if you notice, I did not say, hey, sign up for the national Do Not Call Registry list. Why? because it doesn't really work, but you can if you want to. Jennifer, once again, thank you for your call. You know, just as a side note, if you are getting a lot of spammy calls and spam text messages, it could be that you actually put your phone number somewhere on the internet, somewhere in public. I mean, maybe it was on a Craigslist ad, maybe it was in Facebook Marketplace. And so I really want you to start protecting your phone number. If at any time you need to put it out there in the open, maybe you want to get a burner number. And there are burner apps out there. But what I like to use is Google Voice because it's super easy to set up. You just download the app and you pick a phone number. And then in addition to that, it can ring on your existing phone. So it's like you have two phone numbers on one phone. And then if you miss a call, oh, this is fabulous. Google will actually send you your voicemail as a text or in your email. And it's free for the most part, unless you start adding all these bells and whistles and start doing international calls. So if you haven't checked out Google Voice already, it's really a great way to keep your phone number private. Okay, true or false, wrapping the keys to your car in a aluminum foil is a great idea. Mm Hmm, what do you say? Well, if you have a fairly recent car, the days of fumbling for your car keys, they're over. That's because of these key fobs, you know, remote keyless systems or electronics that are built into the car that recognize these radio signals coming from a fob. So, you know, as long as the key fob is a few yards from your car, you can use the fob to unlock your car, open the trunk, close the windows, hey, maybe even start the car. Now here's the problem. Car thieves are using signal boosters. So even though the keys to your car in your house, thieves can remotely unlock your car, start it, and drive away. Yes, I said that. So here's what you need to do. You need to block your key fob signal so that a signal booster won't work with it. So the answer is true. You want to wrap your car keys fob in aluminum foil. Better yet, you can just line a small box and then put it in where there where normally you put your keys. And the foils will block the radio waves and stop the car thieves. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.